What up, what up, what up? It's your boy Broku, the great one man here on another episode. Checkpoint 6 podcast brought to you by Anchor. We're on Spotify, Apple Music, um, just to name a few. Snapchat, sometimes I post on Facebook. I'm on Instagram as well, you know. And uh, today, man, I'm not hitting you with the book right now, but... I had a request from somebody that listens to the show. They wanted to talk about family. And we're talking about family before we went to war and family when you came back. It's the different treatment. It's it's the change for me. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, uh, family don't understand the uh transformation and what takes place in the military so therefore you know um you'll get some bitter beer faces right that's what we call them bitter beer faces the way they talk to you the way they treat you stuff like that so again as i always do let me throw myself under the bus right i could throw myself under the bus man real quick uh my family My family, man, um, for the most part, um, they've never really joined. And when I say never really joined, I'm talking about my mother's side of the family and my father's side of the family. You could tell, like, there was animosity there. There's never really a giant family reunion, right? You know how you got them family reunions where... Everybody's invited. Your mother's side, your father's side. You get to see everybody, right? That wasn't the case with mine, man. Uh, ours was different. My mother's side of the family, uh, more spiritual, more in tune with God, stuff like that. My father's side of the family, they were the ones with money. They run around. Uh, And don't let me say they're the ones with money. Like, they had it. No. They made their money. They probably work hard, grinded, made their money, right? Now, my father's side of the family wasn't as lucky because, uh, well, my father, his twin brother, and their younger brother wasn't as lucky as the older ones. We were all stuck in the islands. And I was stuck in the island until the age of 17 right um and for those 17 years i've dealt with my mother's side of the family more than i've dealt with my father's side because they were already in the united states or they were in london england places that were doing much better than where we were right because we were in a third world country uh, my father's from Trinidad, so that's where I grew up. We struggled, like struggled, struggled. Um, struggling in America is different from struggling in a third world country. Like, it's really different. So, my father's side of the family did some paperwork for us. 
to get us to the United States. But that wasn't until I was the age of 17. And my mother, my mother, my mother was the hustler. Never sold drugs. She never sold drugs. She was the hustler. I'm talking about going to different islands, picking up underwears, uh, provisions, um, alcohol, you know, stuff like that, and bringing it back to Trinidad and selling it for a game. That was her hustle. That's what brought me up in the world. You know, as far as I know, that's what that's what raised me. That's where that's where our money came from. So. When my mother heard we had the opportunity to come to the States. She jumped at it. Because. All that hustling. She put her money aside. My father wasn't the saving money type. He was running around trying to get fancy shit. Get the car. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. And get the ladies. You know? Because it comes with the car. He's a big flirt. He is. Um... I tend to be the same way, but I don't touch things that don't belong to me, you know, so, yeah, I might flirt, I might smile, I might say hi, but that don't necessarily mean I want to go with you, right? Some ladies don't understand that, some dudes don't understand that, and I'm talking for both sides, get it? Male and female. So, <clears throat> when I got to the States, man... You know, my mother has a younger sister because she's the oldest. Her younger sister, the one that's right after her, she uh had a place in Brooklyn. She had a place in Brooklyn and that's where we stayed, man. That's where we lived. 315 East 94th Street, apartment 1F. Brooklyn, New York. 11213. 11212. You see what I'm saying? Still there. My mother's still there. And my brother. When we got here to the States, December 24th, 1998 is when we touched down. It was snowing. You talking about, <coughs> excuse me, it's the medicine. Four people coming from Trinidad and Tobago with Trinidad and Tobago attire because we don't know what the States is like. Never been here. First time. I had on an Adidas top with some Adidas jeans. My Adidas shirt was one of those zip down in the front short sleeve I had some Adidas shell toes 
So that was my dress. My brother, he had even some some shorter stuff as well. That's all we had. So when we had it, that's what we came with. Alright? So yeah. That's how we came to the States, man. But any which way, we stayed with my mother's sister in Brooklyn. And when we stayed there, you know, um, things were tough. My aunt, who's well off, she came to visit. And when she came to visit, pretty much what she came for was to snag my father and take him with her to Maryland. Yeah, we went to, we stayed for a short while. Where my aunt lived in Maryland was about three or four houses away from Mike Tyson. <coughs> Excuse me. But we went there. We stayed there probably about three days. I guess that was the three days it took for them to have that big falling out that they should have had before I was born. You know, so... Right after that, that's where the split up happened. Family split in half. My father went with his side of the family. And of course, my mother took me and my brother and went and stayed with her sister in this two-bedroom apartment in Brooklyn. Where my aunt had her daughter... And her husband. So yeah. It was awkward. It was six people. In a two bedroom apartment. In Brooklyn, New York. So yeah. The family split. And my father's side of the family stayed. Father's side of the family. That's how they do, you know. Um, and in my life, I've seen them a couple times. We had one family reunion. I remembered it. It was back in the islands. You know. But, uh. <coughs> Excuse me. My mother always said, never stay where you're not wanted. So I've never really hung out with my father's side of the family. Because to me, it always looked like we would never have nothing in common. You guys are from a high sedity uptown life. And the ones who lived that downtown, broke, grimy, gritty... Every day you got to hustle to get it, life. 
we never like mixing with the ones who've always had it right so we never really got along there's many a times i've tried to get along you know call them up talk to them hey what's going on talk to my cousins even cousins like we don't have relationships as cousins you see what i'm saying some of them if i meet them in the street i wouldn't even know what they look like <coughs> they wouldn't know what i look like you know but uh i'm one of my cousins man uh female one time well she moved they moved down to georgia and I'm always the open arm person. Welcome to Georgia. What's up? How you doing? Come through. Check us out. And they did. They came through. They seen us. They seen our house. So psh, probably wasn't to their style because it was little. Whatever. But you know, my cousin, she used to come through, hang out with me. She uh, she also enjoys cannabis. So I smoke with my cousin. She's of legal age. I sat and we smoked. Whatever. She would tell me how she felt like she was the black sheep of the family. And it is there that I realized that she don't understand what the black sheep is. I was like, how are you the black sheep of the family? They still talk to you. You can still go over to their house. <coughs> you see what I'm saying? So... Before the military, I didn't have a good relationship with my father's side of the family. My mother's side of the family, we were okay. <coughs> uh, but then I went in, and um, and military quickly became family and I think the reason why military quickly becomes your family is because of that whole basic training bond the basic training bond I refer to it as that because you have to think um No one was better than no one, right? We all got shitted on. And the greatest part about it is when you did that Peter pay for Paul and Paul pay for everybody, that made us stronger because it didn't matter who fucked up, whether you was white, black, purple, indifferent, we all got in trouble. We all got fucked up, right? That's the best part. So, that made it the best thing because of that right there. So, military quickly became family. And when they became family, even when you was in, when you were in basic, right? 
You got to remember those little letters you used to get. The ones that uh <clears throat> had the little hearts on it and shit from your family back home. And you get smoked for that motherfucker. Oh, they love you, huh? Tell them stop putting that shit on them fucking letters. You like, what? <laughs> you get smoked for that shit, right? So then you go away. In my instance, I went from Fort Lee, where was my AIT, straight to fucking Germany. I had three days before I had to be in Germany. I rented a car and shot home to my mother's house <coughs> in Brooklyn to let her know I was leaving for Germany. You know? And I left, man. Got to Germany, you know, did the soldier thing. Correspondence is a little difference because now it's time difference and everything like that. You don't know when you're catching somebody sleep or awake. So, you know, it was uh, emails that will work best. And at that time, shit, we didn't have this 4G, 5G shit. Not even 3G. We were still on fucking, um, what do you used to call it back then? Analog. When you send a text message button, you see them little waves going across the screen. Sending, sending, sending. Then you see waves coming back. Talk about receiver, receiver, receiver. <laughs> For you younger folks, yes, I just put you in the time machine and slingshotted you back to what sending messages and receiving was like in my day. And that's when phones really first came out, right? Uh, not really. That's still like, I got to Germany in 2002. Okay, so it wasn't that primitive, but yet still, it wasn't this, what we have now. Walk around computers and shit. So, you know, um... So when I went to the desert, man, and did my 15 months, I would hear from my mom. I have not once gotten an email from my pops. <coughs> Sometimes I wondered if he even knew I was there. But he knew. My whole family knew. And what I think it is for us military folks is. We would think that family. Would understand better than anybody else because they should have been there as far as you going through it you letting them know what's going on 
But the sad truth is everybody's got their life to live. And they're really not paying attention to what's going on with you. Now, I might want to say it depends because I'm just speaking from my perspective. See, there's many different perspectives of families. Now, if you came from one of those families that was gung-ho and everybody went to fucking uh, a war, then they might have supported you. They're behind you 100% like you got to go. Shit. After time, you probably was the one that didn't want to go. And got forced to go anyway. Because guess what? Your great, great, great granddad did it. And then your great, great granddad. Then your great granddad. Then your granddad. Then your dad. So guess what, son? Buckle that shit up. You got to go too, bro. And when you go, you come back. You understand why. All the lines of those men were dead fucking silent when they came back. Yeah. It might have made you a man. And that's what everybody thinks. The military makes you a man. But what kind of man? A madman? A sad man? A gunman, a killer man, a crazy man. What if I shocked the world and told you it made you all of the above? <coughs> because you're all of those things bottled up in one now. And you're also a special man. Now, when I say the word man, I speak in general. You women, don't feel mad because woman, okay? Woman, 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 same shit. So did it make you a crazy woman? An angry woman? A sad woman? A happy woman? A disoriented woman? A psychologically mm -hmm. affected woman? Yes. All of the above. Because of what you went through. Now you come home. Your tolerance for bullshit is at negative 10. So you see it from a mile away. Any family that attempts to talk that bullshit, you cut them. You cut them so deep that they look at you like, we're not even family no more. Maybe we never was. Never treated me like that. So it's not hard for me to cut you off. And I'm speaking about me now. <clears throat> the only family members I have relations with now 
my mother, my brother, my grandmother recently passed. Some of those aunts I speak to in the islands, some of my cousins I speak to in the islands. And that's only through Facebook when somebody comments on a post or something like that. It's not a phone call. It's not a text. It's not personal. My father... He's here in Georgia with me. He's probably, he's less than three miles. And we don't talk or see each other nearly as much as I talk to my mom. I've cut off that side of my family. The reason why, it was easy. It's not like they were a part of my life before the military. The military just made it easier for your heart to turn stone. The craziest part is, I am the most compassionate person you'll probably ever meet in your life. And I'll tell you why I say that. Most of these folks out here in the military get uh, their military compensation. I am one of those that do not. Yes, I do not. I got put out in the military. <clears throat> but nonetheless, I don't get compensated. Uh, I work here and there. Whatever jobs I can manage to keep. But still, all a military brother got to do is call and I'll be at his house ready to help. Don't know how, but I get there. Lately, let me be honest, lately, it's been with the help of uh, Dennis Duell. He'll front the bill and make it possible for me to get to anybody and get them out of trouble if they're in trouble. Or sit down at least and have a conversation and be that air that they need. Because why? To me, you guys are family. Any one of you in the military that needs help, my number is 
4570729 If you need help call me I am not rich I don't have money If there's situations we can talk about and I could point you in the right direction that is what I'm here for. I'm here to be your bridge to connect you to whatever else you need to be connected to so you can live a proper life after this military. And that to me, friends, family, listeners is what family is all about we can agree to disagree but the one thing I will tell you is this I love all of y'all and if you're doing something that's harmful to you know it is reach out man I'll come get you I don't care where you are I'll come get you but we also have different situations on family as well because you got to talk about immediate family for the ones who are married, right? That's a whole nother segment. <laughs> and I will do a part two to this segment and we'll talk about the married folks and how that changes as well. You see? So with this family guide, man, you can go into many different realms. And I'm glad that one of my listeners was there and wanted to hear something about family and military. So <clears throat> this is just segment one of this family, man. I think we got about three or four good segments to talk about family. So. Y'all stay tuned, man. This your boy, Broku, the great one. And again, I'm here on the front lines fighting with Dennis Duell. He's also on the front lines. We're going to get back to that book. I'll do an episode a little later on. But we're on the front lines for Checkpoint 6, man. <clears throat> and we're fighting for all of you out there veterans and also civilians alike for a better treatment system for a better tomorrow man let's build a let's build a ray barracks let's build a ray barracks can't spread I can't stress this enough 
I love y'all. I love y'all. I love y'all. And y'all be safe out there, man. It's Tuesday. Let's get it. Get on the grind. Do what you do in the everyday world. And hey, if you see a veteran out there, please go ahead and pass that man something to eat, man. You know, he he's had a hard time. Shoot, he probably has a story. Who knows? Pretty soon, I'll be on location with some of these guys. So y'all stay tuned, man. I love you guys, man. Y'all have a great day. This broke who the great one. Talking out for Checkpoint 6. Peace.